0: In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about if you should make videos for subscribers or non-subscribers so that you can get in front of more people. So grab your cup, tumbler, or mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you will learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here, I wanna let you know that the comments that you hear shared on this podcast are pulled from the comment section of my YouTube channel or from the submission form on the CommentsOverCoffee.com website. So if you have a question about what it is that you are doing on YouTube, head over to commentsovercoffee.com, put it in the form there, and as long as I haven't answered it on the show before, I will put it in the queue. I also wanna let you know if you're a content creator and you wanna know the best things for all aspects of content creation, head over to bestcreatortools.com. That's a site that I built that I put together of all of the things that I personally use and recommend for content creators, everything from video editing apps to video editing software to audio processing software, thumbnail-making services, video editing services, social media lawyers, all the stuff that you need as a content creator, you can find it at bestcreatortools.com. Now our comment today comes from Lisa, Lisa D1. Lisa says, I never know if I should make videos for my subscribers I have or try to attract new ones. If I make changes, the older subs don't like it. Any advice, thank you. This is a great question, Lisa, and thank you for submitting this. So when it comes to your content decisions, it's really important to listen to the audience that you have right so if you have people that are already digging your content you've already gotten you know a nice comfortable subscriber base you're getting regular views on your videos and those people are wanting a specific thing from you in my opinion it's important that you keep giving that to them right? So you always want to experiment, you always want to try different things, but the really important thing to make sure that you're keeping in mind here is that you are always making content for a specific group of people or people that are interested in a specific group of things, right? So I'm going to use my channel as an example because if you're listening to this, there's a good chance that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. So if you look at my channel, you're going to see that even though I have different types of content on my channel, it's all targeted towards the same group of people. So as an example, Um, you know, I have my YouTube tip stuff. And then I also have live streaming content. I also have mobile streaming, or not mobile streaming, but mobile um, content for people who make videos on their mobile devices and things like that. And because of that, what that does is that still, allows me to tap into the wider audience of content creators. Because if you're creating content, there's a really good chance that you might at some point live stream, and there's a really good chance at some point you might end up making videos on your phone or doing something on your phone. And if you are a, a content creator, there's a really good chance you're doing it on YouTube and you're trying to figure out how to get good at YouTube. So because of that, having those different types of content still serves that main audience. So you're saying here in your question that if I make changes, the older subs don't like it. So what you need to keep in mind is if they have come to your channel from a specific piece of content, you can actually see what content they came into by looking into your stats. Um, you 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 can see the content that's driving the channel, right? If you go into your stats and you just look at which videos are driving the most subscribers, then you can see the content that's actually driving the channel. So because of that, all those people that are subscribing, they are expecting that type of content from you in the future as well. So if you have videos that are driving subscribers, then that means that one, they're responding to that content in a positive way, which is a win for you, and that means two, that since they expect that from you in the future, that you should probably make content that is in alignment with the interests that that person has or that the person that's watching that particular video would also be a fit for that additional type of content that you're wanting to make. Now, as an example, for the people that are listening to this that watch my YouTube channel, um, because I typically share information for content creators, if I were to all of a sudden go on the channel and I start talking about finance, or if I were to all of a sudden go on the channel and I just start doing random blogs about my life, then in that situation, you know, there's going to be some people that'll dig it, but then there's going to be a majority of people that are going to be like, hey, Nick, I'm coming to your channel for YouTube stuff. Why did you stop making YouTube stuff? And then all of a sudden, you're just doing these random blogs all over the place, like what's going on? Right, and because of that, I'm going to take an audience that's typically satisfied and I'm going to make them dissatisfied with my content. Now, with that said, that could open me up into like a whole other world to where I reach a whole different group of people. I have a few of those videos start taking off and it completely changes the direction of my channel. That's also possible. But if you're wanting to get that initial momentum going, like if you're just getting started on YouTube or let's say that you have 10,000 subscribers up to 10,000 subscribers or 15,000 subscribers on your channel, and you're like, hey, I'm like starting to get some momentum or I'm getting momentum on what it is that I'm doing on YouTube, then in that situation, just sit back and be like, okay, the content that I'm making, who is it that's actually responding to this content that I'm putting out? What is it that they're interested in? And how can I really make sure that I'm delivering what it is that they want? Okay, now that's for your current subscribers. Now we're gonna go and we're gonna talk about the non-subscribers. Um, so when it comes to making content for subscribers versus non-subscribers, it's really important to consider what it is that you're after. So if you're after growth on your YouTube channel and you're thinking to yourself, hey, I want to I grow my channel as fast as humanly possible, then in that particular case, you need to balance it because you got to keep the current subscribers happy because they need to come in and keep watching the views, the videos that you're putting out. And then you also need to make sure that you're making content that typically attracts a, like a, a newer audience, but it's still in alignment with the content that you make. For the, for the stuff that's growing your channel, okay? So in that situation, you have to look at it and you have to say, okay, well, when I'm figuring out the content I'm gonna put, over, put out over the course of the month, what I need to do is I need to consider that these types of videos over here, and if you dig into your stats, you can find all of this stuff out, but you gotta figure, If I make this type of content over here, people typically watch these, especially my subscribers, they typically watch these videos for a much longer period of time. They interact with these. I always get tons of likes and comments and just overall engagement. People are sharing this stuff like crazy because they're really into it. And then I have this other content over here um, that when I put this out, it just drives a lot more subscribers than the other content. So you have to look at it and think of that balance in terms of, okay, over the course of this month, let's say that I put out eight videos or four videos, let's do two and two. Or if you're really trying to get things rocking on your channel, then you want to make sure that you're doing a little bit of crossover. And what I mean is that you try to figure out, you spend the time, and you try to figure out what it is that's causing the new people to subscribe. Is it just that you're reaching a wider audience of that content, or is it something that you're doing with that content that just makes it more valuable to the viewers? But you got to figure out what it is that's making people subscribe from that content. And then the stuff that's keeping your subscribers happy, you have to f- try to figure out why. And then you try to marry the two of them so that when you're putting out your content, it doesn't matter what you're putting out, uh, people are always responding to what it is that you're doing, and then you'll consistently get all of the stuff in that situation. But when it comes to content strategy, other things that you should think about are not only does this type of content uh, bring in more new viewers because it gives me the opportunity to reach newer people, but you also should think about you know, if you're promoting anything as, a, as an affiliate, you know, hey, when I do these types of videos, it drives more affiliate income, or when I do these types of videos, it typically drives more ad revenue. If your goal is to drive revenue with your YouTube channel, then in that situation, you need to make your decisions based around that as well. So then you have to start balancing within your content strategy, you have to start balancing these videos drive money, these videos drive views and and, and satisfaction from my current subscribers and tons of activity and engagement. And these videos over here typically end up performing better and they typically end up bringing in more new subscribers or they perform the same and they bring in more new subscribers to the channel. And then you have to start, you know, kind of balancing those things out. Um, Another thing is that if somebody doesn't subscribe to your YouTube channel, YouTube still will show your content to them if they enjoy the content. So if they watch your video, let's say they watch the whole thing and then they click on your end screen then they go and they watch another video and then you have a pinned comment and then they click on that and they go watch another one, then what's gonna happen? Is YouTube's going to identify that that person's into the content that you're putting out and they're going to keep showing that content to people as long as, or to those people, as long as they keep responding to it, regardless if they're subscribed or not. So sometimes the non-subscribe can be a tad misleading if you're not getting a lot of views, but once you start getting a lot of views, then the amount of that happening is going to be so small um, that it's, it's not even going to be something that you would notice. However, if you're trying to drive the channel and move the channel forward, then you're going to have to balance all of that out with your content strategy in terms of these videos are the ones that people enjoy, these are the ones they don't, these are the videos that bring in subscribers, these are the ones that don't, and try to think about exactly what it is that you're wanting to do. So if you look in your stats, you can actually see um, your your non-subscribe versus your subscribe ratios, and if it's heavily t- weighted, towards the non-subscribe, then your channel's probably like growing, you know, relatively fast right now. Um, or at least faster than it would be if like let's say you're at 70% non-subscribe and 30% subscribers, then in that situation, then that means the, that more people are viewing your content that are that are not subscribed to the channel, which gives you more opportunity to actually tap in to new people that will subscribe to your channel and basically just get your channel growing. Now, when it comes to That same exact graph, if you have like an 80% subscriber and you're not getting tons of views on your videos, then in that situation, your channel's still growing. It's just not gonna be growing quickly, right? So you have to look at that graph and you have to use that graph as something, depending on your goals, you have to use that graph as something that you use to help you decide your or, or figure out your content strategy and the moves that you need to make and the content that you need to put out in order to move the needle in the direction that you wanna move it in. One thing that I also want you to think about is like when it comes to putting out the content and thinking of your content strategy and all that, I mean, I know as a content creator, we all want to grow, right? We all want to get our channels grown as fast as we possibly can, get millions and millions of subscribers and all the stuff that comes with it. <laughs> but when it comes to making that call on subscribers versus non subscribers so that you can attract new people, um, one thing to, just to consider is that the current subscribers, those people are going to be like your biggest fans. Like those are going to be the people that are going to be sharing your content, unless you're making, you know, viral type content where just anybody will share it. But if you're not making that type of content, if you're making more like hobby based content or info based content, then in that situation, those those uh, subscribers are going to be the people that are going to be sharing your content out. They're going to be giving YouTube all of the positive signals that will tell the platform that you're putting out good content that a particular type of person enjoys. And the non-viewers, though, those are going to be the ones like you have to also still get in front of them if you're interested in channel growth because those are the ones like you, you can't, convert a subscriber into a subscriber right but you can convert a non-subscriber into a subscriber so because of that you know you have to consider those things when you're putting your content out like you you know if your subscribers are your biggest fans they're the ones that are going to interact most with what it is that you're doing you gotta you gotta do what you can to keep them uh, happy but you also need to consider your channel growth as well And again, like I was saying, when this whole thing first started is find the balance between the two. And really like if you don't know what content strategy is, hop on Google, hop on YouTube and start looking for videos and just information on content strategy. And it'll really give you um, some ideas on how you should be thinking about the content you release. Because I know as content creators, it's really easy to be like, oh my gosh, it's Tuesday. I haven't I, I haven't even recorded a video and I'm supposed to publish a video in four hours. So what can I make? Okay, I'm just gonna make this really quick and then I'm gonna publish it. Right? I know that's really easy to do as a content creator. But if you can map it out over the course of a over the course of a month or a 28 day period, then in that situation you can actually think through the purpose of each piece of content that you're putting out, which ultimately will end up bringing you bigger gains on your YouTube channel in all different aspects because you're being intentional about all of the different content that you're putting out and you start approaching your YouTube channel in that way strategically instead of just throwing stuff out there and hoping people respond to it. As a reminder, I want to let you know again that if there's anything you need for your YouTube channel, head over to bestcreatortools.com. And I would love to know your thoughts about the show. Um, If you get a chance, just leave a written review on iTunes or whatever it is that you're listening to this on. And to learn more about YouTube and online video, remember to subscribe. I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.